spiritual prepper's guide to the end of the world as we know it. And I had a class on Sunday. It was amazing. And it was part of a series of classes about the goddess in nature, basically. But really about what nature teaches us directly as being part of nature, that we're we're also a part of nature, and what nature teaches us about concepts like mother or feminine or goddess, but directly, not through, you know, all the stuff that we consume, online, etc. And what stood out to me, one of the things that stood out to me, was a couple of the questioners, people who had questions, they seemed to have very strong ideas about the feminine, about goddess, that they had gained and learned from the spiritual marketplace. And they were really open about this, saying, this is what I've seen, this is what I've been taught on social media, by coaches, etc. And the teacher lingered a bit on helping all of us to clear up some of that warping, which is to say that it's not untrue what they were saying, what's out there. So I don't, I don't think anyone wants to look at it that way. It's not true, but it is a filter of understanding that warps our vision, our experience. And the main point of this class series was about loosening our grip on those concepts, letting your mind relax and surrender while being in nature, (laughs) actually being outside, including your own backyard or a public park, or even patch of a hedgerow at the grocery store, and learning directly nature as teacher, right? And so what I'm talking about today is my problem with spiritual teachers and teachings and what I do about it. A big, painful problem for me for years now has been that most spiritual teachings, most teachers and coaches, most, not all, are human-centered. Everything that they are teaching for the most part, not always, but a lot of it is human-centered. The academic word for that is anthropocentric. It's it's spirituality based on anthropocentric focus. Where everything is about not just humans, but really a big focus on the individual separate self. A lot of it is 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 me based. 
And I gotta mention this book again, called The uh, Green History of Religion by Anand Viraraj. It's not a perfect book, it's very academic, it's very postdoctoral kind of a thing. But what was great about it for me was it opened up really important questions and challenges to what I have been raised and conditioned with to believe. It really just comes down to looking at the roots of belief. And I have to say, it's unfolded over time to, to come to this point where I cannot, in good conscience, engage with a lot of the spiritual marketplace as a way to help myself anymore. A lot of it I've had to let go of, not because it's not true. It can be. It can even be ultimately true. <laughs> and some of what's out there could point someone to even liberation, true self-realization. And my problem with it is not just because by being human-centered, it's gross, it's selfish, it's destructive, it can be appropriating from other cultures, it can be unequal injustice. Yeah, it can be all those things too. <laughs> but my main problem that I'm talking about, this is what irks me the most, to no end nature, earth, this planet, doesn't work that way. I guess at heart I am a very literal analytic nerd. If I cannot experience something directly, then I'm not on board. I can't accept what other people say is true, I gotta see it for myself. And I've been doing that. For a bunch of years now and the, the more I've I've done that and the deeper I've gone into pretty basic ecology and a little bit of the physics that can often be paired with ecology as I've gone deeper into those things and by the way I haven't gone deep at all I am still scratching the surface and that's fine with me I don't need or want a degree, and I'm not out here to debate anyone who might know more than I do. But it is worth noting that most of us here in the global north, in the west, wherever, however you want to call it, those of us who have had an education have basic biology in middle school and high school. Maybe some people have college bio. I didn't, I don't think so. But most, if not all politicians, and I'd say really most people with the most microphone time, including spiritual teachers and coaches, thought leaders, most of us just have a 
basic biology in our education career. Ecology and like I said, it's partner physics. We don't tend to have much of that in our backgrounds. And by the way, for the, for the ultra spiritual people out there, labels like ecology and physics are just language for describing what already is. And those areas of study just help people to understand what already is. Because I know that some spiritual people are anti-learning too much, especially science stuff. Like you don't need to be learning spirit is everything once you understand spirit, blah, blah, blah. But for me, any area of study that we have as humans, it's just clarifying my own understanding of what already is. Now, of course, we can get imbalanced with that and obsessed with that and hyper-focused on that, on the intellectual, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, most of us really don't know how earth works but like for real i'm not talking about what's on the internet and social media and people trying to make their points and having their motivated reasoning and these ridiculously uneducated twitter debates about climate and whatnot the basics so often aren't there and it's increasingly obvious and clear to me and so if we're going and learning spiritual stuff and we don't even know how stuff works the fog is thick for me the fog the warping I'm not I'm not okay with that. I, I can't settle. And here are two things that have helped me to clear that fog. The fog that has kept me from really feeling truly connected and fulfilled and also authentic. I have felt like a cringy parody of what spiritual is supposed to look like, especially with popular ideas about the goddess and feminine. So, two things that have helped me to clear the fog, super simple. Get off your device, get off my device, and more than that even, get out of my head. So much of what we believe is a byproduct of what others told us on our devices. Or in books, whatever, videos, blah, blah, blah. And it's vibrantly alive in our heads, in our imagination. But to have a practice every day, throughout the day, where I surrender and let go of my thinking mind, including my imagination, and I let it go and it no longer holds the absolute power. My mind is not me, ultimately, and so it doesn't hold absolute power. The other thing is to just get outside. Those two things. 
there's simple, basic practices for engaging with nature just for the purpose of learning spiritual or life wisdom directly, learning from nature directly. None of it needs to be ridiculous or appropriating from any culture. It just is very simple. You're an animal, so go be in your natural habitat. I would say, though, that the most basic refresher on a skill that has very much so atrophied or even just gone away that most of us need is very basic respect. When we go outside, we ought to relearn respect. Just super basic start there because many of us are entitled toddlers and that's ingrained. It's ingrained deeper than most of us would think or choose to believe. But I found that to just keep respect, relearning that as the most basic skill is sufficient. And then go from there. There's lots of books and teachers who talk about practices for connecting and learning from nature and nature spirits directly. So go use your discernment. That's what I do. Use discernment as to what kind of practices. But I would also add, um, along with respect, the other, the other really super simple and most basic skill, and it isn't even really a skill, is surrender. Surrendering to nature. And surrendering is probably the hardest thing that most of us will ever relearn. It is, it's the most simple, but it is so not easy. But I'll leave it at that. I think that the great irony for me, if that's the word for it, is that being outside with an open and relaxed mind, letting go, surrendering, and having that foundation of respect. But if I'm surrendering to nature directly, the spiritual teachings that are most prevalent, regardless of the tradition that they're coming from, learning from nature directly, I arrive at those same truths via nature as teacher or guru and not another human. Just the concept of oneness is so much more clear to experience and see directly when I'm out in nature. It's all right there in the soil. The soil is teaching this and how it works, just in how it works. It points directly to truth. And just a final note, any spiritual teacher or teaching, anyone with a social media platform of any kind. Number one, it is virtually impossible for those people 
to not be biased and not have their own individual and personal beliefs show up. And when we give away our power and autonomy and project all the things onto those people as being enlightened or chosen or specially gifted or whatever, immediately, it's immediate. A hole opens up underneath us that we can easily fall into more and more these days. It just becomes so easy to hand over mythical power to another human being. Very, very few of those people, whether they call themselves enlightened, whether other people do and they have no interest in calling themselves, they're just doing their thing, whatever the case. The only, this is point number two, the only purpose of a human teacher is to point in the direction of truth. You gotta do the work. They just point. They have no power. If it's a real authentic teacher, they know they have no power. It isn't about them at all. At all. They are simply pointing. And for 99% of the people out there, including myself, that pointing will have bias. It will have personal beliefs. It will have personality traits. It will have identities and ego and blah, blah, blah. I am not going to give my power to somebody who also pees and bleeds and cries and grieves and is scared because they are me. I am them. Why would, why would I give away anything that would put me in a position of potentially losing that path. That path that is an invitation for me to come home to myself. All anyone can do is point. You gotta do the work. Alright, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. I hope that this helps someone somewhere at some point. Thanks. Thank you.